BioInsights Podcast. Welcome to this episode of the BioInsights Podcast and part two of our series, Partnering in Life Sciences. What's the secret source for success? I'm Abby Pinchbeck, and in today's episode, we'll focus on licensing and partnering in immuno-oncology. I'm joined by Arjun Goyal, who will provide a venture capitalist perspective on licensing and partnering deals in biotechnology. Arjun is co-founder and managing director of Vida Ventures, a US-based life sciences venture capital firm. His interests lie in personalised medicine innovations across oncology and genetic disease, and he is motivated to create and invest in companies translating this groundbreaking science. Thank you so much for joining me, Arjun. We'll get straight into the questions. Our first question for you is, what would you pick out as the most common pitfalls that biotech companies in particular fall into in terms of their approach to negotiating and then executing on licensing and partnering deals? Thanks a lot, uh, firstly, for having me here. uh, And I'm really looking forward to the discussion we have today. Uh, There are two questions in there. First is negotiating the deals. uh, And the second is executing on the deals. So uh, on negotiating uh, the the deals, I would say the major pitfall uh, that biotech companies fall into uh, is, uh, you know, giving uh, too much of the, uh, you know, of the economic value of the uh, lead program, uh, you know, to the pharmaceutical company. So very often, you know, biotech companies will have uh, a pipeline uh, and uh, a lead program and programs behind that. Ultimately, the biotech's uh, ability to raise capital from private investors and public investors, uh, a big factor is, is how attractive, how, how compelling is the lead program. Uh, and if uh, the lead program is partnered with a, with a pharmaceutical company, then it does, uh, you know, it does hamper uh, the biotech's company to raise subsequent rounds of capital. So what we've seen when when companies come to us uh, is that uh, if they don't have a, a, a wholly unencumbered lead, uh, lead program, uh, then we have tremendous difficulty financing that company. So the major problem, you know, to restate, um, you know, that the biotech companies uh, uh, should be aware of as they negotiate um, uh, a deal with pharma is, is how much of the, uh, of, of, of the economic value they retain in their lead program and are there any other programs that may be second, third, or discovery stage programs uh, that they can, uh, you know, consider, um, you know, collaborating with Farmer on and keeping the lead program to the, to themselves? So that's the first part of the uh, question, which is negotiating the deal. In terms of executing the deal, the major pitfall we've seen um, is that, uh, particularly with smaller biotech companies, uh, is that. Once they uh, once they start executing a deal, the operationalization of that deal takes away you know considerable resources uh, from from the biotech company, and so they have to bring on people uh, to to help with the you know with the the program management with a uh, you know with the with the discovery work or the trial work depending on the stage of the deal, 
uh, and they you know almost become an offshoot of, of of the pharma company so the way we um and what we encourage for uh for, for small companies who are you know then executing deals is, is is really to think through what are the resources uh that the small company needs from pharma uh in-kind resources uh, you know, F, uh, FTE expense, uh, you know, reimbursement, uh, and to think very carefully around that and how that looks as a budget and get that, you know, get that budgeted uh, through the deal negotiation uh, so that, you know, they can really uh, capture, you know, the, the non-equity capital side of the deal in terms of the upfront and early milestones. It's not being used to, or not being wholly used to, to, to run the deal uh, or to operationalize the deal. Uh, and they can use some of those resources for their own internal pipeline, which is ultimately what investors will be really looking forward to. So those are the two points, uh, you know, in terms of negotiating the deal, it's, it's to make sure you retain economic upside and value uh, in your lead program uh, and, operation, and, and executing on the deal is, or operationalizing the deal is to make sure you resource it uh, appropriately uh, but in a way that you don't become an offshoot of the pharmaceutical company, you can still focus on your own uh, internal pipeline. That's a great answer, thank you. Um, our second question that ties into this, um, what would you highlight as the key do's and don'ts for successful collaborations in immuno-oncology uh, from your own perspective? Definitely, that's a very good question. Uh, and it's a question that we uh, are, are you know, uh, you know, a consideration we always go through with with our companies. Um, so, uh, certainly, do's um, uh, for a, a successful deal. Uh, there are three three key do's. Um, the first uh, is to is to make sure that uh, there is a meeting of the minds as it relates to the science. Uh, so, the scientists in each of the companies, uh, you know, should should understand each other, respect each other. Uh, the joint steering committees uh, in each of these companies should be small and nimble and experienced uh, and very, you know, scientifically, you know, based. Um, so that's the first, um, you know, a healthy respect uh, on the science, uh, you know, from both of the companies. Um, the second uh, do is that the, you know, is that the strategic intent uh, of the deal uh, must align for both the biotech company and the pharma company. So there must be alignment, you know, from from you know what you know what 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 each party is looking to get out of the deal, um, and that's on the uh, not just on the value side of the equation or the economics of the equation, it's on the operationalization of the equation, uh, and uh, you know and 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 you know frankly nurturing the collaboration from 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 start uh, to finish. Uh, so that's the, the the second is really strategic alignment. Uh, and the, and the third, you know, you know, I, I would say is that uh, we're always looking for a champion, a strong internal champion uh, in pharma, uh, you know, who may not be, you know, part of the deal team or the or the, or the joint steering committee, but uh, you know, has sufficient clout in the in that organization to make sure that um, you know that that the collaboration is continues to be taken seriously. So what happens often in pharma is. You know who you do the deal with, and 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 who you're um, working with at least initially on the deal, even on the collaboration, uh, they can they can they can change. Um, you know they may move on to another position in the company. Uh, that happens very often, and then you have to start working with new faces. 
uh, and uh, and that can uh, you know that can be a, a challenge uh, you know for uh, you know for the for, for the for, for the collaboration. So we're always looking for you know uh, whether it's the head of BD, the, the CSO, CMO, but a senior uh, you know senior uh, you know person in the in the pharma company uh, who will you know who respects the uh, the intent of that deal. Um, and can be a sounding board if if if, if there are if, if if there are any challenges or if it comes to, to a point where uh, you know um, the next stage of the deal has to be discussed. Um, otherwise, you know, pharma. If you think about it, take a step back. They do so many of these deals that it can sometimes be lost. Uh, you know, in 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 the in the morass of of, of the the BD and R and D departments, um, and also you know shifting the shifting sands of of what pharma is interested in, what's not interested in. So those are the three you know do's. Um, you know, it's one is to get the science uh, alignment right. The second is to get the strategic alignment right, and the third is to make sure there's a very clear and well positioned deal champion on the side of the of, of the pharma. In terms of don'ts, I I, I would probably say you know uh, you know they're 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 Really, the the opposites of of of, of the do's. Um, so, uh, you know, just to just to go through it briefly, um, there has to be a meeting of the minds on this uh, of the science and strategic alignment about the goals of the deal for both companies. If if that's not the case, then uh, I really do think um, one has to be careful about whether the deal makes sense for biotech. Um, uh, and uh, uh, I would always, always, you know, encourage a biotech company to, to make sure um, they have very good relationships with the pharma companies, senior decision makers, uh, such that you know, you know, you know, once there are disagreements or or, or impasses, they can be more easily bridged. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Our next question is: What are the chief features or aspects of licensing and partnering in immuno-oncology specifically? Are there any particular considerations that come into play in this space from your perspective? Definitely. So I, I would say a bit good question. Um, I would say, uh, you know, I would divide the question to do two buckets. The first bucket is, you know, typical considerations on on any sort of deal. Um, and the second bucket is is that which is very specific to to immuno oncology. Um, so typical considerations on any oncology deal, you know, really are basically, uh, you know, you know, it's multi component. Components include the economics of the deal, the you know the uh, the scope uh, of the deal, um, and the governance of the deal. Um, those are those are those are typical for any uh, you know uh, you know licensing deal, partnership, collaboration. Um, uh, when as it relates to, to IO, those three uh, are, are are key, you know, as well. So you know, economics, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, scope uh, and uh, and 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 governance. Um, what I would say, you know, for uh, you know, what we think about very carefully when it comes to immuno oncology uh, deals is 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 really the scope of the deal, um, and you can define scope by you know. What targets uh, you know you're giving up, or or is it a target focused deal, um, or is it uh, focused on um, you know uh, even indications, certain indications around a technology, uh, or is it or is it, or is it focused on a technology, and then what you know whether it's a, a type of cell, so a T cell, a B cell, or NK cell, 
or even an enabling technology like a gene editing technology for uh, you know for for knockout uh, and edits for allogeneic cell therapy. Um, it it really depends on 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 the scope and what what, what you're trying to build. So for us, you know, really. Uh, understanding the you know what the goals uh or the strategic goals of 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 of, of said biotech are what are the strategic goals of of said uh you know pharma company and how do we match them from from a scope perspective that's what we look to find out first uh, and then we you know define the economics and the governance after uh, uh and at least again from our perspective we're always very mindful of what the internal pipeline for uh, you know, for the biotech companies, and we always want to make sure we retain our our, our lead program. Um, but we're also very mindful of, about the capabilities uh, and resources that a pharma company can build uh, or, or bring to the table. And what's attractive for us are, are these win-win situations where we can keep what we want. They're getting what they want, which is not what we want. Um, and then we can accelerate, um, you know, the you know the uh, the execution or operationalization of the of the technology or or the building of the pipeline, uh, you know, through uh, you know through the collaboration. So so that's how we you know how we think about you know frankly scope, um, which which for me is 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 really the biggest factor, uh, as as I think of uh, you know deal making in 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 immuno oncology. Great, thank you, Ajim. Um, so what are the key specific technology areas within this space that present particular IP issues or considerations to potential collaborators at the moment? And why is this? Yeah, sure, absolutely. So uh, it's a good question, a uh, very typical question. In, 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 immuno-oncology, in immuno-oncology, we'll first defi- define you know, immuno-oncology in terms of the types of technologies, the, the types of fields. and. At least the way I think about it um, in, in IOs, you know, uh, and there are different heuristics, um, you know, to think about it, uh, but I think about it more from a modality, a technology platform or modality perspective. Uh, and so you have, you know, uh, protein biologics, um, uh, both simple and complex, whether they're antibodies or T-cell engages. Um, uh, you have uh, even, you know, antibody drug conjugates. You have, um, you know, the cell therapies, um, whether it's uh, autologous, allogeneic, even in vivo, um, you, and frankly, you also have small molecules that are going after, you know, immunomodulatory targets. Um, the major challenge, um, and 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 what what we're interested in, what farm is interested in, ultimately, is is you know composition of matter, whether it's around you know you know the actual compound for a small molecule, the target sequence uh, in the in the setting of protein bi- biologics, uh, also sequences, um, and 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 constructs in, in the setting of of cell therapy, uh, where we've seen you know major uh, discussions on IP uh, are, are around um, you know frankly enabling technologies like uh, gene editing in the context of cell therapy. And that's to people who have nu- nucleus-based editing uh, technologies, so CRISPR-Cas9, and 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 their uh, technologies, uh, you know, beyond CRISPR-Cas9, do they actually have freedom to operate? And uh, you know, the industry and the lawyers will figure that out over time, uh, whether it's the you know the the broad IP estate um, or the or the Charpentier. You uh, see, uh, IP estate uh, that you know that 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 wins. What will happen is that. You know there'll be cross licensing deals, but um, 
as we think of our uh, cell therapy companies and access to nucleus-based editing technologies, it's always a question we uh, we come across. And so we, we look to structure deals which you know, have um, provisions in place uh, such that if we need to license or in-license more IP because of, uh, you know, the uh, lack of clarity around uh, CRISPR-Cas9 FTO, uh, then we can do that. Um, and there's like, a, you know, anti-stacking provision in, in, in a lot of these contracts. Um, so it's not too uh, punitive uh, to the biotech or, 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 or to the, you know, end acquirer. Um, so that's certainly something that we think about on the IP side, above and beyond what's what's typical uh, that I outlined, which is uh, which is around uh, you know making sure you have you know good solid you know composition of matter IP or IP on the sequence <clears throat> as it relates to uh, to uh, you know to the biologic protein biologics and even cell therapy. Great, thank you. Um, we've got our final question for you here. This podcast talks about finding the secret source for success in IO licensing and partnering. What do you see as the main ingredients for this? Yeah, such a, <clears throat> it's a really good question. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I, I would say that the main, um, and it's it, it's with any any deal making, whether it's an IO IO or biotech or even you know beyond biotech, it's 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 to understand where your kind of party is coming from, what's important to your kind of party, understand what's important to you, uh, you know, as a small biotech company from you know, your, your strategic, you know, goals, missions, uh, perspective, and to construct deals where there's truly a, a win-win where, where, you know, the biotech is getting, you know, what they want or what they need and the, and the pharma company is getting what they want or what they need. Um, um, and to get, to, to, to get that, you know, in, in, in exquisite, uh, detail. And, and for that, um, there has to be, there has to be a meeting of the minds in, in terms of the science, there has to be a meeting of the minds in terms of, you know, uh, you know what, what at least what I call the strategic intent. Um, the great thing about this industry um, is this is an industry, you know, based on partnerships and collaborations, uh, where these, um, you know, where these win-win situations are possible. It's not an industry as much on transactions, transactions where you're optimizing one transaction um, and and zero sum thinking. It's really, you know, looking for win-wins. And working with these people to create real value um, across a technology platform over and over again. Um, so that's that's what I think is, is is actually pretty pretty interesting, pretty special about deal making in in, in biotech. Um, the best deals are deals that uh, you know tr- you know best deals as you as as measured by let's say financial metrics uh, you know or value metrics are deals you know that win uh, for both sides, uh, not deals that want win for, for, for one side or, or the other side. Uh, and particularly with IO deal, deal making around platforms on the early stage, you can actually construct these uh, deals, uh, you know, I believe, you know, very, very effectively. Thank you very much, Arjun, for sharing your insights with us today. If you enjoyed listening, don't forget to subscribe to the Bio Insights podcast and check out the rest of our Partnering in Life Sciences series.